This is a Rooster Teeth production. Okay, we're back. Canon episode. Um, you insert sound effect of like a cannon shooting here. Is that what we're doing? Boom. We're here, I got it. Oh, that's cute. It's a cute 40, little cannon. It's trying its best. Baby cannon. 42 episodes in and we're just going to, yeah, we do cannons now. <laughs> anyway, um, we're back. and Boom. Okay. And um, <laughs> there's no coffee shop from last time. The only thing that you really missed, I think, is uh, we did some non-canon stuff, some Q&A stuff with me and Jeff. And then we also did a little bit of a tiny town talk Ooh. with myself, Jeff, and Emily. That was so a lot of fun. It was. It was very good. So go back and listen to those uh, fun stuff. We uh we talked about uh, estate sales a lot. Oh, I, had, uh, I actually got I, good. I, I got uh, mm-hmm. I got criti- why did I say criticism? I got compliments from Bernie Burns on that episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, it's always weird my, to me when he listens. And my like, number one fan, Bernie Burns. Yeah, yep. like on mm-hmm. Sunday he texted me about the podcast, and I was like, ooh, that means he watched it for first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I hope it, he's paying. It's really weird when he got that Anma tattoo. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I mean, I get you it. You don't but, even know what it stands yeah, that's for. Like, that's, uh, that's a that's a big commitment. <laughs> so. There's a lot we could talk about right in this spot, but can I get something out of the way? Yeah. I was alluding to it. Good morning, Gus. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to say, I'm I'm sorry in advance for two things. One, we teased a potential... Three things. My face, been sorry about that for almost 48 years now. Uh, two, uh, we teased maybe a special episode with a guest yeah. a couple weeks ago. That's not happening, obviously, today. It's still potential... I think the reason it's not happening is my fault. I was supposed to reach out to somebody and oh. I didn't. I'm not going to say yes definitively. I feel like we all we all could have made something happen. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have it happen. We we'll, we will make it happen. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna be benevolent and I'm oh. not gonna hammer. Well, I appreciate that because I was on vacation and then I just I was in vacation mode and I just yeah. forgot. No, I completely. Oh, forgot. it's it's all good. We can do that at no at any point. I think we can get with this person. It'll be a lot of fun. I am, uh, and then I just want to preface this. As I told you guys, I didn't exactly tell you why. I'm at about 35% today. You look you look terrible. You're, you're moving fucked up. You, yeah. you're, you're like low energy. Yeah, you're, you were, you were your slumped. shit's fucked up. You're talking all weird. You Here's were slumped in your seat in the car. Yeah. I've never seen someone sit like that in a car. Here's a combination of what's going on. First off, I have jet lag. I don't know why. I did everything properly coming home. You went west. West is the best. East I know. East. I know. Oh, but that's like, true. Yeah, I went to true. bed last night at, nine, at 10 o'clock, exhausted. Can't sleep past 3 or 4 in the morning. And I'm waking up shot out of a can. Mm-hmm. There's no going back to sleep. I'm up. That's what, like 10 a.m. in Italy? Yeah, oh, who knows? It's a seven-hour time yeah, change. Yeah, I was in Italy okay. uh, for 14, 12, 10, 11 days. Uh, and so it's the, there's that. I'm, I'm very tired. There's also, I didn't get a lot of sleep in Italy because the Celtics, because the playoffs are going on. <laughs> and so I had to get up at 2 in the morning every day to watch NBA. So from uh, 2 to 4, I didn't sleep, and then I'd go back to bed. Then I was on a tour where they wake you up at 6 a.m. every day to get down to the bus because it's like a, they're they're, they're moving from like Lake Como all the way down to Rome and everything in between. Yeah. Then is, is there is there a toilet on the bus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a toilet on the bus. I would have like bathroom anxiety. Like I was gonna piss my pants on the bus. No, and they take. I mean, I was on the. I was maybe the youngest person on the. And oh, I were so the yeah, they, they definitely have to have a toilet like on the bus. Years, so like <laughs> it was like a, us and the octogenarians. So the, yeah, the prostate crew. Uh, they stopped a lot. Prostate crew stopped a lot. Uh, so I was already tired. Didn't get a lot of sleep. Uh, the coffee in Italy is not the coffee in America. I haven't had a nice coffee in two weeks, so I'm very excited about this one. Yeah, Americanos. Duh. I get Americanos, which they call dirty sock water there, and they look down on you for ordering it. So really? I, yeah, they like they like do not appreciate it. You have to order certain coffee at a certain time of day. Like you can't have uh, cappuccino past a certain hour, or what? it's weird. They don't like it. It's so weird. I, I I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gus, yes. <laughs> like, is, is there some history there? <laughs> Italy's phenomenal. But uh, about halfway through, my ne- my ear got congested. Like, I needed to pop it or something. And it's been that way the whole time. And I've been... So I'm like, my equilibrium is just off. like one year? Just this year. And right I've been ear. putting, like... I did candling to try to pull oh, wax out. I did... I've been using, like, an earwax removal treatment every day. And I had to schedule an appointment with my doctor. On Thursday, because it's just not going away, and I don't know if like an Italian spider crawled into my ear and is living there or what. Mama but Mia, <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Build that wall. Then I got home. I I'm getting close to the wedding, and so it's in the fall, and I wanted I don't want to be a disgusting piece of shit. So I determined I'm going to run every day uh-huh. from the day I got home until the wedding to get in shape. Every day, how far every day? A uh, thirty minutes, just thirty minutes. Okay, I haven't. How run. far do you run in thirty minutes? Can I ask? I don't I have no idea. Okay. Is that on a treadmill or like No, just around the neighborhood. Okay. Just stop at 30 minutes. So 
yeah, I wanted to get in shape and I wanted to like, you know, slim up a little bit yeah. for the wedding. So I look good for my bride. And uh, I haven't run since the army. Okay. So since I was about 23, which is about 25 years. Holy shit. A- is my body on fire. So you, you haven't you haven't run since the Clinton administration. Yeah. So I got home. That's literally I haven't run since Clinton administration. <laughs> I got home. I woke up at five in the morning the first Sunday morning because we got home Saturday. I was I was like, I guess I should go run because I can't fucking sleep. So yeah. I ran 30 minutes. I came home. We had bad weather and a giant tree branch fell in my front yard. Oh. And I was like, I gotta clean this up. I don't want to pay somebody to do it. So yeah. I got out my axe and I spent two hours at fucking six in the morning chopping up a oh tree God. in my front yard so by sunday night my entire body was screaming yeah woke up this morning at 5 a.m and fucking went running again and i hobbled home and just fell into the bathtub and uh. laid in the bathtub for an hour i feel like i'm going to die I, I don't understand why you're running when you could be riding your bike a thing that you've done successfully previously i feel like i need more exercise i feel like the oh, so just, by, you, how, you, just you, by how hard it's been to run you were tells so me, trim when you were riding your bike all the time i'll get back to that are too, you riding but, and running or just running right now i'll run and ride for sure once my my body acclimates to you were, r- to you running. were so you were so successful with the bike riding thing i'll get back to it i get back to it but it's you know to get I don't know, an hour or 45 minutes worth of running. You got to uh-huh. ride a bike like two, two and a half hours. But that's I have how trouble long in my you day. were running it. That's how long you were riding for. Yeah, but it's hard to fit that into a day. Okay. Like I, I have, I, I stopped you. riding I my you. bike, not because I don't want to ride it's an anymore, efficiency thing. but I just can't, okay. I can't carve out the time. Okay, I see. That That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, the, the way you're talking about and my body's falling apart is like, stop doing what you're doing. You should have oh, biked here. It could have met you here. Yeah. Well, I got other stuff to do after this. Oh. So. <laughs> I got to go rec- do some ADR at, the, at uh, RT and then go uh i gotta go pick out like wedding plates and shit today where where are we i, I have no fucking idea where we are we're we went to so brew and brew is a place on san marcus and what is this fifth yeah fifth and san marcus uh uh and now we're in between a hop dotty and stout pizza this is the gentrification capital of austin so, i, I, right I now. feel like we're not in austin i'll tell you where we are if if it helps yeah, and, tell and me if where, you visited where we were. if you visited austin more than three years, four years ago, we're uh, we're where you stood in line to get your badge for South by. This oh, is yeah. where the Fader Fort was right oh. here. This is the giant empty dirt lot where you would queue yeah. up and stand. Uh, on the other side is the metal scrapyard. Uh, like we went to Wright Brothers Brew and Brew, which used to be a place called Progress Coffee, which went away, and now they're back on Thirty Five. Oh yeah, their, their coffee cup says didn't this used to be progress? That's funny. Uh Progress Coffee's now back is over in Cherrywood. But didn't say that. Uh oh, like Emily and I used to eat used to come to Wright Brothers a lot back in the day. Oh really? And uh we're right next to the we're right next to the hot pot place or the Korean barbecue place we ate at. The Gyu is it Gyukaku or Gyukaku? Yeah, yeah. We're right next to there. And uh yeah, oh, and you know where else we are, Bernie? Or I'm, I'm Gus. I don't know why it's, I'm so out of it. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Do you know where else we are, Gus? Eric just turned and looked at me. Where are we? Uh, we're right next to Tell me, where Matt. Big Top <laughs> Media was, where you and I used to moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, oh, that, got, is, is that building still over there? Yeah. Okay. It's we, connected to the got ripped off. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think we told that I story in an early end, but like, uh, we did a bunch of work and we never got paid. That's awesome. We uh, also looked at renting that building for RT, but it was weird. Yeah, we, we looked at... And the, we looked at the second floor there, which is about the same level as I-35, because I-35 is elevated there. And there was a weird resonance that happened between the interstate and that building where everything just kind of shook and vibrated mm. at oh, the no. uh, nonstop oh, no. because of the, all the cars and everything. Um, I'm glad that uh, after the plane stuff didn't work out for them, the Wright brothers pivoted successfully. <laughs> they were able to, to move over to coffee. Broom is good. It's been around for probably eight, nine years. Maybe I, a little longer. I like it a lot. I I'll go sometimes, and I think a guy named Alex said, "Like, oh man, Eric, whoa, cool. You guys gonna do Anma here?" And I said, "Yeah, eventually." And then now we are. So, they, Alex, you missed us. They, Sorry. Uh, they they had beer. One of the beers on tap was a uh, legalized big doinks. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I if I was a uh, if I was still a drinker, I'd uh, I'd I'd be uh, I'd be You'd wanting be, to legalize yeah. big doinks. We big doinkin. We've uh, we've done forty something episodes of this podcast, and that was the first time that we've ordered coffee. I got a hot cop, just a regular drip coffee, a cold brew, and an americano. And the guy looked at me and he went, three versions of the same drink." Yeah, and I, and I, and I went, "Oh, this is good. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Good. This guy gets it." Um, I uh, I I feel like lately, I don't know for how long, maybe like the last year, year and a half. I've been really out of playing video games. Like, I really haven't been on top of it. And mm-hmm. really been, like, sparse with the video games I've been playing. 
and um, Advance Wars reboot one plus two, whatever they called it, finally came out for the Switch. It had been delayed like over a year. Came out a couple of weeks ago. So like this past weekend, I finally bought a it. Game Boy Advance game, dude. I, that's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I finally bought it, and I was like, oh man, I, I loved this game. It was on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, and uh, I, I remember playing the shit out of this game on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> and so I've been playing it this weekend, and I started thinking about when I used to play it on the Game Boy Advance. And uh, it was a Game Boy Advance SP. And I remembered that the copy I got was from a pawn shop down in San Antonio. And I went down there with Jeff because we used to always go to like garage sales, estate sales, pawn shops, like always looking for video games yeah. and just like whatever. Like back when we were making drunk gamers. And we went to. I don't know why we decided to go to pawn shops. I think we went to the pawn shops by the military base. One we, of the military bases we in San Antonio. We were down there already. I think maybe we were visiting your old workplace or something. For oh, the day. that's right. And we yeah. were like, while we're here, let's check out some pawn shops yeah. and see what another town is like. So we went to this one pawn shop in San Antonio, and uh, they had Advance Wars in the case. And I was like, oh, if this you know this is twenty years ago, so it was Advance Wars for the. Uh, Game Boy Advance SP. So I was like, oh, shit, they have Advance Wars. And I asked the guy, like, how much is it? And, he, you know, he, like, opens up, he, like, shuffles over, opens up the case, you know, pulls it out, you know, puts it on the glass get, glass counter in front of me. And I pick it up and look at it and go, how much is it? And he goes, just palm it. And I go, what? what? He goes, just take it. He's like, I moved over. I'm blocking the camera. No one will see. Just put it in your pocket. It's yours. Yeah. And I was like, And oh. we were like, what? And he goes, put it in your pocket and walk away. I was like, okay. So I just put Advance Wars in my pocket and walked and we out. Walked there. away. Yeah, and I got I got Advance Wars for free because the dude was just like, yeah, just That's take it. Awesome. He didn't give a fuck. He was yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. That's cool as shit. <laughs> he was literally like, put it in your pocket and walk so out the door. I, I, so we're like, okay. I played that game for hours and hours over the course of years, and only now, twenty years later, am I finally actually paying for it and giving <laughs> <laughs> and giving giving someone money in order for the opportunity to play it. Great game. Finally, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like it's totally my style of game. Is it like a tactical RPG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah like, kind of like a Final Fantasy. Ta- yeah, but tactics. super RPG light. It's not like you have like a skill tree and you're building a character progression or anything. Uh, but yeah, it's just like little military units. And there, and I see now, like I've kind of forgotten a lot about it. And uh, the game was supposed to come out in February of 2022, if I remember right, originally. And uh, they delayed it. Nintendo, you know, classic Nintendo fashion, didn't really say much about why they delayed it. But people speculated it was because of uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. And I was like, that's stupid. Why'd they do that? And I finally started playing it this past weekend. Uh I was like, oh, the enemy's a dude named Olaf. (laughs) He invades another country and his bases look like little Kremlins. Oh. Uh, And it's like he invades the Orange Star (laughs) country. And you have to repel him and reclaim Orange Star. <laughs> They're Dang. like, oh, okay. It, I can see why they delayed this. It is like one for one. And everyone's like, yeah, it's maybe. That's okay. Yeah, that's it's, it's a little can, too can, on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a 20-year-old game, obviously. It predates all of this. But I could see how like releasing it, I think it was supposed to come out like the week of or the week after <laughs> the, 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 the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Put a little, di- little distance on that. Speaking of old games, I've started playing Assassin's Creed 2 again over the weekend. What? Because really? I never played 2. I played 1 and then whatever came after it, like Odyssey or Revelations, whatever was after it. <laughs> was it? Assassin's Creed 3, maybe? No, it went Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, Assassin's Creed, Revelations, no, no, Assassin's no. Creed 3. Yeah. No, Odyssey was way later. It's not Odyssey then. It's, uh, what is it? Hold on. Because Odyssey was the Greek one. That came out. Uh, before Origins, and so that was like all right. The order, six years ago. The order here's the okay. Five years ago. All right, welcome to Anma. Here's the order of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> the Assassin's Creed episode, <laughs> canon. Boom. It goes. Oh, Brotherhood, and uh, then Revelations, uh, and then three. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's two right. Brotherhood. Re- anyway, I skipped two when I played <laughs> Brotherhood and Revelations. But I was like, I was so, I was walking around Florence with Emily, and I was like. This shit's all in Assassin's Creed. We could go home and you could just re- like you could climb to the top of that building. And she was like, "Really?" So I, I popped it in to show her, and we've just been fucking around, going to stuff. And it's all the same. It's exactly where where I really? just was. Yeah, it's so wild. Oh, that's cool. I mean, the scale's all weird, but it's there. I, I had a similar experience, but I'm sure in Assassin's Creed it's a lot more one to one, right? Like it's it's very you know these locations exist, and you know I'm sure for historic purposes, like they keep it all the same. But I remember when I when I went to uh, Japan for the first time. I went to Tokyo for the first time back in 2005. I was walking around uh, Shibuya outside of the train station. And like there was like, I, see, I could see like, you know, buses coming in and picking people up. And I was like looking around, I was like, this is a level in Jet Set Radio. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, gr- I grinded the rails up over there and came around awesome. into this bus. <laughs> it's, it's really weird when 
a video game has the exact same location as like a real world place. Like I know I've never been here, but I know this place. I know where stuff is. One of the I don't think it did terribly well, but one of the coolest videos I thought we ever did at Achievement Hunter was uh, Jack went out to L.A. when L.A. Noir was new. Uh -huh. And I would I, ha I sent him to locations to film. And then we went to them in in uh, L.A. Noir and then superimposed over at the real location today so you could see the change oh, wow. and how close it was. I thought that was a really cool video. L.A. has seen so much change. I can't imagine too much of it was. It's all still there. I mean, it? a lot of it's still there. Yeah. You still drive down Wilshire. It's just yeah. now everything's taller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Grauman's Chinese Theater is still there. Yeah. And like a lot of the, like, you know, the big uh, locations are there. I guess I've been thinking a lot about the growth of L.A. lately. Uh, Why? You know. Well, like Perry Mason season two, uh, just wrapped so up. good. And it's a great, great show, and you know that deals with L.A. and L.A. specifically, like in the '30s, and it makes me think a lot about like Chinatown and how they talk about this in Perry Mason as well, like how it was like a town no one kind of took seriously because mm -hmm. it was so far out to the west, and I don't know, people really didn't live there, and then you know having to figure out these problems about how do you how do you grow like that, you know, how do you scale up for this many people coming, and uh, like really. The country getting smaller, where it's not yeah. so far. Like it's it's all you know part of the same country. And I feel like I've been thinking about it a lot because I think a lot of that parallels what's going on in Austin now. Mm. Uh, you know, making that transition from kind of a sleepy college town to like I, me not knowing where the fuck we're sitting. Yeah, and how everything's constantly getting. So I, I think of LA being the same way, where everything's constantly for a period, everything was constantly getting bulldozed, rebuilt, bulldozed, rebuilt to like where now everything's trying to build up to compensate for the growth. It's funny, I was thinking about that when I was in Rome because I went to the Colosseum and it's fucking wrecked, right? But it's really cool still, but it's fucking wrecked. It's totally wrecked. And you see everything else that's still around and still looks pretty new. And you're like, why didn't the Colosseum survive when all this other stuff did? Found out that the Catholic Church in like the 13, 1400s, they wanted to, to bling out like St. Mark's Basilica. And so they went over to the Colosseum, which was largely intact, and they just strip-mined it. Uh, they, they took all the iron out of it. There was tons of iron supports. And then that start, caused it all to crumble. And then they took... It was covered in marble. Mm -hmm. oh. And they took all the... It, like, it was covered in marble. And they took all the marble out. So you, to see the full Colosseum, you got to go to the Colosseum, and then you got to go to St. Mark's Basilica and see what it became. Like, they stole all the statues from it and everything. And you're like, those assholes. Yeah. But then you're like... Oh, that's the same thing as like, like we're in Austin going like, when are you gonna b blow up Frank Irwin Center already? Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm sick of looking at it. Yeah, you know? uh, like it's the same thing. It, it's it's just exactly the same. Time, time just when you aren't the one who built it, and yeah. it's just a thing that's here, and now there's this other thing that you want to do. Who gives a fuck about the old thing? Yeah, and you, like from their perspective, it's like this big ass old building yeah, that nobody's using. No there's no using, use it's for this it. Thing that's nothing, and you just go, well, take it's got all this fucking shit. Why make the new stuff? Just take all the stuff yeah. from that thing. Yeah. It's, re it's recycling. It's recycling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, they were eco conscious. Yes, yeah. you know the Catholic Church are famous they for that. They didn't drive cars. They were eco conscious. Yeah. They did it all, baby. Walkable cities. <laughs> no choice. Oh yeah, I think about that also with like the uh, uh, the pyramids in Egypt. Mm. You know, I think you know they say that like the tops were covered in gold. Mm -hmm. uh, and like where'd that go? <laughs> you know, that's a that's long gone. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like if you look at the very top of the pyramids, they're smooth compared to everything else because they were protected. They were covered in gold for so long mm -hmm. compared to uh, the rest of it. Wow. Speaking of Egypt, when I was in Rome, they pointed out there are 13 obelisks, Egyptian obelisks in Rome that are like, I don't know, maybe 50 feet tall, maybe a little taller, some of them. And they're just stone structures. And they brought them over like, I don't know, 500 BC, maybe yeah. 800 BC. How the fuck do you transport that? Slaves. A barge, yeah. Slaves. That's a big fucking boat. Yeah. Slaves. That thing must weigh. When, when labor is free. Yes. No, <laughs> I know, but possible. even with slaves, like, that thing must weigh 30 tons. Yes. And they bring over but, 13 of them. I mean, yes. They, if you think about it, the Egyptians built the pyramids. Like, each of those stones was fucking heavy as hell. Although I've heard recently that. But Rome's uh, a long way from here. It's Egypt. a long way. You just put it on the boat. And labor's free. Yeah, I you know, guess, once you man. get it on the boat, like it's easy. Then you just sail and sail north, yep. northwest. When, when you're the foreman and you just tell people to keep going, <laughs> it's just like even tipping it over. It's like how the f I, I don't know crazy, how crazy, right? I don't it know. just doesn't seem it's it's unfathomable. Yeah, that yep. they were able to move such large pulleys pieces. and everything. Yep. But I've been reading, and I don't know how true it is, but I've been reading recently some people saying that perhaps the Egyptians didn't use slaves to build the pyramids. That it was like people who were paid like specialists and i'm like i don't know how much i believe hey, that hey, <laughs> like, yeah it might be a little revisionist <laughs> like I, it really is like when people talk about that stuff like man 
how did how were they able to do this? And it's like uh, un, unlimited free Slavery, labor yeah. mm-hmm. through slavery. That is all. It, and people are like, I don't know. Could and, be aliens. And, and it's like, it could be way simpler than that. And it could take decades. Yes. It, it, yeah, it, it must have taken it, decades. It yes. could have taken hundreds of years to do this. And you're looking at it now and going, wow, pretty crazy. Day in and day out, people right. moving this shit. Like well, people's entire lives yep, working on it yep. and not finishing. Mm-hmm. And it's such an expansive amount of time, too. It's like when we were in Florence, they were like, yeah, you're, you're learning about like the Medici family. And they're like, and they ruled Florence for 700 years, this yeah. one family. And you're like, that's two and a half times as America. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. family. Two Crazy. and a half times America. Crazy. And now yeah. they have coffee shops in Austin. And now they have, <laughs> which we, we have to go to. We haven't been to one yet. We haven't. Oh, There's yeah. one on Springdale. She got the one on Springdale. I think what did them in, finally, is they had a dumb kid. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's all it takes. I think, I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I think through history, it's just, it is, it's lore and family hope and all this stuff, and then one dumb fucking kid. One dummy one dumb shows kid. up. Yep. Yep. Who's stronger? Yeah. 700 years of history or one dumb dumb? <laughs> It just really like it really just puts us into perspective when everything you see in front of you is a, th- a thousand years older than America minimum. Yeah, it's fucking wild. You get used to the idea that like America's here and it'll always be here. Yeah, like the United States of America will always be a thing, but probably not. No, no. It, it may like chances are it won't make it another hundred years. No. I would think not. Things change. Yeah, things are changing in America right now. I, I, it's funny. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this as well, actually. Um. You know, it seems like I don't want. I don't want to. We're not. We're not a politics podcast. But it right. seems like everything's very divisive, right? Yes. Um, b- people are very pitted against each other. And I've been trying to. Re- I've been trying to think back about the state the country was in post nine eleven, and how it seemed like everyone came together and everyone was so unified. And I remember at the time, you know, being kind of young and naive and thinking like, "Wow, I wonder if like we're really turning a corner. We're really gonna like enter a new chapter where bipartisanship disappears and." Everyone's going to meet in the middle and come together to be great. And it lasted for a year or two. Yeah. Some terrible shit happened uh, to cause it. And then some terrible shit happened as a result of it. And now we're like even more <laughs> divided than before. Uh, only 20 years later, some great audio texture here. Yeah, we do. Uh, leaf blower. Uh, but it really was like 2002. American flags sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck trying to buy one. You couldn't get. You couldn't keep them on the shelves. We, we might have to actually take a break. Move. I don't, the, the, the dude just started. Leave no, blow. no, no. We're good. We're Are good. We good? He's okay. Just, he's just gonna get through this. It'll be fine. But and it made me wonder about like how Nick, much. Can you fix this? <laughs> how much younger people remember about that? Like you know, we work with a lot of people who are younger than us, yeah. and it was like, oh, you know, they're like, I was five when nine eleven happened. Like they don't remember. Like that stuff didn't have an impression on them. About Meanwhile, how, you and I were. We were friends. We yeah. worked together. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was an adult. I had a job. Yeah, <laughs> I had a salary uh, at that time. Like I had vacation days. <laughs> we, we, I had jobs, plans, <laughs> things to do. <laughs> I was going somewhere. Uh, um, so yeah, it's just like it's just weird to think back about it and how uh, I don't know. It's just it was just a, just a unique moment in time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about this area because. Uh, even in the time that I've lived here in the last few years, it's really fucking changed. Like yeah. this hop dotty here and, and the Corazon, I guess, across the street and, and all this stuff. Um, co-op oh, shop yeah. and all this stuff or whatever. And it's right by like the train tracks. What was this like when you guys were coming down here? My memory of this place for a long time, like in the late 90s or 2000s, like there wasn't really much out here. Right. Like there's that scrapyard over there. And then, like, I remember they, they built that Hilton. And, like, they started, like, trying to developing the west of the interstate. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of this east of the interstate, they really, no one was really touching. There really wasn't much out here. There was a Mexican restaurant I used to eat here in the mid-90s. I think it was across the street. What's from it called? It was called Ninfas. They used to be oh, down here. And then they, then moved, they moved to 6, West 6. Yeah, and then they moved up off of 183. Uh, like, 183 just east of Lamar. Uh, and now they're gone. This was, I think I said earlier, this was an empty lot. Um, as a matter of fact, when you would go to Progress or Wright Brothers, you could park in this empty lot. Yeah. So this was oh, like, really? this is where you would park. Oh. Just in like in a yeah. fucking pothole dirt lot. And then a little bit to the left, there were some ramshackle kind of warehouses that were artist-based. 
and they had like pottery. There were people that throw pottery there, and I think there was like glass blowing and stuff. And then it backed into Plaza Satillo, which is still there. Yeah. And then, but yeah, this was nothing. You said Corazon. That's all like a five-story apartment complex behind us. That was just an empty lot as there was well. No, yeah, there was nothing here. Yeah. That, that's why this is like a blind spot for me. We walked in here. I haven't been here in years. We walked in here like, I don't know where we are. This doesn't look familiar to me at all. This was the epicenter of drinking culture in Austin, at least for me, in the early to mid-2000s. A little bit further was where all the bars we would go to were East 6th Street bars. You'd stay the fuck away from... Dirty sixth, mm-hmm. and he would come over here, and it's just exploded. Every every block, it was was a food trailer, was a, like a, a grassy lot with four food trailers in it. Yeah. And then one day you would drive by, and there would be a three story hole in the ground. And then a year later, there's a five story apartment complex, and it's just every block is getting absorbed by these by growth, I guess these apartment complexes, mm-hmm. and it just goes for blocks and blocks down on Fourth Street and Fifth and Sixth. Yeah. It's uh yeah this is this is it's a real city yeah this is uh crazy to me it, it always felt like this was a land that was really not being used mm-hmm. and that really resisted change for a long time yeah you know yes they really didn't want to the people who owned the land out here really didn't want to sell didn't care what was going on well I shouldn't say didn't care but they didn't care to embrace whatever change was happening they were yeah. happy with the status quo and keeping things as they were and it seems like maybe there was a chip in the wall or like one. One lot failed, and everyone else saw how much one could, money, dumb kid, <laughs> how much money they could get for it, and then everything else followed suit. Um, but yeah, this has been crazy it's, change. It's in the few years that I've lived here, this is the point that this is the part of Austin that I point out as has changed the most since the day I moved mm-hmm. it e- easily. Is, yeah, it is fucking crazy how I guess, for lack of a better term, gentrified this area became just within like a few blocks and they ram jammed it. They're like, there's a city target here and a Whole Foods and it's across the street from the coffee shop and the kebab shop and the hop dotties here. And here's where you get pizza and here's a brewery. And yeah. it's like, uh, 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 slow down. And yeah. it's all built with apartments on top. Well, they, they, I and know they had that expensive apartments. Yes. They had that plan with like for Plaza Saltillo, which um, Jeff was talking about. I was like, Oh, that's weird. Why would they do that? You know, that's what I thought when they announced it. Yep. <laughs> and now that it's done, it's like, Oh, this is, this is a lot. This is intense. But if you keep going a little bit east, even just a few blocks from where we are, Yellow Jacket still is there. still there. <laughs> how, for how long? Dude, I don't think that place is going anywhere. It's right next to what? Tamale House and all that stuff? I For how long? God, man. That, all that shit's going to go away, dude. I haven't been to that place in years yeah, and this... years and years. The vibe got totally ruined when... <laughs> 4,000 apartment complexes Dude, built it, up right around it. Right? It really did. I don't know. Everybody everybody that used to go to... Uh, well, I don't go anywhere because I don't drink anymore, yeah. right? <laughs> but everybody that used to go to Yellow Jacket goes to Kind of Tropical now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, the same sure. ownership or like similar... Like some of the same ownership. Also, mm-hmm. Little Darling down south is, mm-hmm. is those guys as well. Um, so they all just moved further east. Yeah. 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 That's what's going to happen. It's going to go away. It's just going to keep moving further east. That's crazy. Or like further out to the... Away from the core of whatever this is. This doesn't... This episode of Anima is brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Uh, That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Uh, Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. For our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. During the prime spring season, you need wholesome, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and keep you on track for reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. 
If you're too busy to cook this May with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside, soak up the warmer weather. Looking for calorie-conscious options ahead of summer? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Uh, need an extra boost of energy to support your wellness goals this spring? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. They offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie-smart, vegan plus veggie, and protein plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. With 34-plus chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Looking to pack in more protein? Conveniently add on filling options like a salmon filet or chicken wings to your factory meals to support your dietary goals any time of day. Want to budget this month by cutting back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door, uh, source 100% renewable electricity for production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in meals. This may get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door ready in two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash anima40. Use code anima40 to get 40% off your first box. That's code anima40 at factormeals.com slash anima40 to get 40% off your first box. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Uh, I took Latin in high school. Why did I do that? I don't know. Do I remember any Latin nowadays? No. And even if I did, not very useful probably. Uh, But thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold uh, more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. For me, uh, you know, obviously I grew up speaking English. My family was a Spanish-speaking family, but I never actually really learned Spanish. You know, I, I kind of learned it just by listening to everyone and trying to repeat, you know, things I know. So I can get by okay, but I don't actually know any of the rules or what, the way it's supposed to be uh, correctly spoken and put together. So I've been actually trying to teach myself Spanish the right way using Babbel, going through the lessons, and it's really enlightening. Sometimes words are a little different than I thought they were. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Uh, Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash anima. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash anima, babbel.com slash anima for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Do you remember what the coffee shop was before a yellow jacket? What it was called? No. I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. No. I went there for years. It was such a cool little... Remember they had that little, like, in the back, it was a little, like, sunken area. You'd go down, and it was surrounded by bamboo. Mm-hmm. And you could, yeah, it was, like... That was a cool place. Dude, I can't remember anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are we even doing this podcast? This is, this, is, this is the... I can't remember. It's on the tip of my tongue podcast. Is a cop taking photos? He's going <laughs> to come get us. What, what, are you guys, what are you fellas doing here? Anything we want, baby. Recording. <laughs> Living on the edge. We're legalizing big doinks. <laughs> Drink um, coffee. But it, it, it's funny. Like I'm looking at this hop dotty over here, and I feel like that was such a big deal for so long. You know, there was always like a wait and a line to go there, and now they're everywhere and no one cares anymore. Hey, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. It was yeah. a legit, for the first like two years they were open, it was a legit hour and a half wait yeah. to get in we used to joke because they opened up one in california we used to joke that you could fly to la and eat at the hoppy hop dotty there faster than you could get through the line in austin <laughs> it, uh, and now who gives a fuck yeah, yeah. there's a bunch and it's weird that i didn't know that there was one right here it, like this is, yeah this is new i don't think it was yeah. there for, for 
It's been I, there very long. Very, very weird. Very weird. And for a burger that's like... That's pretty good. Okay. It's, it right. it's not. It's not that good. No. I went to Casino El Camino yesterday, so... How was it? This Buffalo burger was fucking great. Yeah, the Buffalo oh, yeah. burger. That's the best one. That's the one I always I like get. So I like the Pittsburgh mm. I haven't been there in so many years. Well, I mean, we have to do an episode there, but we just have to do it on a day where they don't open until like noon or something, so... We have to. We'll do an afternoon episode, a yeah. lunch episode. Yeah, we'll have to do a lunch episode. Some that really good crazy. audio texture yeah. of like mm-hmm. chewing on a burger. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Um, but yeah, even now, man, I mean, there's like this moving truck that's been out there forever. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, like unloading air conditioning units and like what the, what the hell else are they building out here? <laughs> I mean, if we were to go east, we'd probably see a bunch of apartment complexes and condos like this under construction. Oh, yeah. uh, what's crazy, this is all, you know, RTX is coming up in a couple of months. Like, this is all walkable from the convention center it's like oh, it's yeah. not like a, a, it's, not far. it's not super close in my uh but it's easily walkable from i mean it's, it's what you have is. to go across the freeway we're two no, blocks it's not like past you have to the run, freeway it's not like you have to run across the freeway you go under the bridge yeah. on the freeway or whatever but we're four i think we're probably three or four blocks from the convention center you go a little bit further easy tiger has a thing on east 7th now. oh yeah and so you can go there this is like where i go drinking is east 6th Go to Violet Crown and stuff. Yeah, if you if you find yourself over here uh, and you want to go, uh, if you're looking for if like if you find yourself here for RTX, check out White Horse, check out Yellow Jacket, check out Shangri La, mm-hmm. check out uh, uh, the Grackle. I love the Grackle. Check out that Easy Tiger is really good. It's really nice too. It's big. I haven't been to that one. But here's the thing. Check out Latchkey. You have to make your mix of inside and outside. This is a thing that I think people don't talk enough about in Austin. You have to make your mix if you're going to bar hop. You have to make your mix of what you're going to do, which places are indoor, yeah. and which places are outdoor, yeah. and which places are indoor-outdoor. Yeah. Because uh, you go to Latchkey, and you can be inside, but boy, it gets crowded. Yeah. And it starts getting warm. So you're like, I'll go out back, and it's July. So at uh, 10 p.m., you're like, ah, oh, 91 degrees. I. Go to Liberty and eat the get the veggie meshy in the mm. back from the East Side King back there. If it's I, still there, even I went to that. I went to a restaurant with uh, Eric and Jordan a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it's I don't remember what it's called now, but it's where Contigo used to be. Oh, it's like a Korean barbecue. Yeah, yeah uh, it's like ramen. Yeah, yeah, ramen stuff. Yeah. Okay, uh, but uh, I'd never been to Contigo because it was mostly outdoor seating. <laughs> And only a little bit of indoor. It's like, it's way too hot most of the year for that. But we went and it was like, oh, they do have a little bit of indoor seating. We're able to sit inside. It's like, it's nice. Contigo was awesome, but they suffered from the same fate that I think a lot of places do, which is they they launched and they put out their menu and they never fucking changed it. And it was the same like 12 things. So at some point, if you only like two things on the menu... You just get burned out of going, yeah. you know? Also, also, weren't they only open like a limited number of hours? Like they didn't do lunch and it was only like a couple hours for dinner? Back in the day, I think they were open more. I think uh, that might have started to limit it as they went on. But that was one of those places that was awesome. And we used to like, we used to take people there when they were in town to visit RT and stuff. And then uh, like I took the cow chop kids there once. Yeah. And then it just like, eventually you're like, they're just never going to add anything to the menu. And I'm just, <laughs> I don't want the rabbit dumplings. I'm fucking sick of this. <laughs> you got to mix it up. Yeah. If you're a restaurant, you got to mix it up. Mix it up. Mix it up. Mm, nah. I like, I, but <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying. That sounds right for Gus. But on the other hand, if something's, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Apparently it was broke. Yeah. Contigo's yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Guys, point, if this is working. Point taken. <laughs> I just think about like, normally I'll find a, pl- a thing I like at a place and I'll just keep ordering it. Like, I don't, I don't want to try something different. For fear that it's not going to be as good as the thing that I like. I don't do that almost anywhere. I want to try a new thing everywhere, all the time. I want mm. just a different thing than the last time that I went. I tried a new hot pla- hot pot place last night that was fucking awesome. Oh, really? It might be the best hot pot place in Austin, mm. next to Dip Dip, which is a different experience. But it's at that it's at like airport in Lamar in that shopping center over there where yeah, it's called like Sugar Leaf maybe or Sugar, Sugar Sweet. Leaf? It's like I don't know. It's it, it's they just had their soft opening. Okay. And it's so fucking good. So good. Everybody gets their own individual pots. It's a freestanding building in there in that like. Like in the parking lot? Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's it's like if you go to the right, um, you know, like where the the bookstore is. Yeah. It's like further right. Oh, 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 right. Yeah. It's like across. I I knew that place was under construction. I didn't realize they're open now. Yeah. It's they're open and it's like a hot pot. You should go. It's fucking great. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, at the end of that building. There is some other shit next to it, but yeah, I don't know what what's over there. It's across from like the. It's real close to the uh, like the hot dog, like Asian hot dog place. Yeah, okay dog. Okay dog. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 
pretty close to that. Yeah, there's a Daiso there. That yeah. that mm-hmm. whole shopping complex really turned around. Awesome. Like for a long time, mm-hmm. there was just like a Korean grocery store in there and nothing else. Oh. And it's where that uh, that restaurant you're talking about where that opened. It was either right there or where the Kinokuniya is. Anyway, it it was where the Kinokuniya was. But regardless, um, like that was it. And it seemed like it was like man, they're gonna bulldoze at it any day now. There's nothing in there. And then I don't know if they got new ownership or what, but it's like they really started just kind of like fixing up the exterior, like really trying to make it nice. And now it's like that that parking lot is a nightmare because that place is so popular. Yeah. There's so many popular businesses in there. Yeah, it's a it's a vibrant place. Is it called Soup Leaf? Soup Leaf, that's what it is. Yeah. Soup Leaf. I had to look it up. Uh yeah, it looks like it's like brand new, but it's like right there and parking there fucking sucks. Brutal. They, Brutal. they have the each like normally in a parking lot, you go down in one direction and all the parking lots angled uh-huh. for you. In there, every lane is angled in both directions yes. and there's not enough room for two cars no. to go by and each parking <laughs> spot is way too small. Yes. We had to park in the back like yeah. employee parking. That, yeah. that, that's Find really the building. That's the pro tip for that place. Park in the back where the employee parking is because the lot in front is awful. Yeah, That's right over by a coffee shop that I really want to go to for the show called Barrett's. Oh, it's yeah. It's around yeah. the corner oh, on okay. St. John. I've been to Barrett's. I've never been there. That's where I get beans. Like that's my preferred, like that's the coffee shop that I go to a lot. It's on the back side of all that. Um, I, I've been, that's right. I uh, Thanks for mentioning coffee uh, <laughs> on our coffee podcast. I'm drinking it. I've, have you ever had a Bia? Do you know what a Bialetta is? Bialetta? Bialetta. It's like a coffee maker that they have in Italy. I bought one. Sounds. Oh. It sounds Italian. Yeah, no kidding. Is it? Does it make espresso? Only certain times a day. You, you can't. It, it has a clock on it, and it makes sure you can't get your cappuccino at certain hours. Is it? Is it a mocha pot? It's one of these things. Yeah, it's mocha pot. Mo- yeah, I bought one of those. Yeah. So. those are cool. Let's uh, see how it works. Maybe we can make are, some stuff for animals. Do you have? Um, do you have? Bialetti. Fire. What am I trying to say? Do you have a gas range or an electric range on your stove? Gas. Okay. That's yeah. it's. I to me, it's better for that. Um. You have to heat it up. Make sure your water's pretty warm when you start it, and then it's fun to watch. Like if you if you like keep like the little top lid off, you can watch like the little espresso go, and it's pretty cool. We should get a little camp stove with butane. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, yes, and do this and do it on the go somewhere, and that's an episode. I'll bring that's, the Bialetti, and we'll do it. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a okay. great idea. I'm, I'm guys. making yeah, eyes yeah, at these yeah, guys because yeah, yeah. no, we're, we're planning something. But yeah. yeah, this is this is a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll come prepared wherever we go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, BYOC. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you mo- pick the beans, and I'll I'll pick the BLM. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring some. My friend just uh, started roasting actually here in Austin, uh, at a, at a little spot kind of north, and he gave me some beans that I tried today that are mixed with like <sighs> beans that they do with fermented watermelon Weird. seeds and stuff, and it is like it's like drinking almost like a like it's so flavorful. It has like a juice flavor to it, like a Ooh. watermelon juice. Oh, it's so nice. I'm I like to watermelon. Water. I'm drinking this, but I had that coffee earlier, and I got a text and be like, it's so fucking good. It's so good. I saw a comment on the recent Anma that said, why haven't these guys been sponsored by a coffee company yet? Uh-huh. And I thought, that's cool. That's a good point. If you're a coffee company, let's talk. Yeah, I think that... I think we that, should. I think there are people here in Austin that we can do stuff with or whatever. It's that I think the problem is they contact us directly and then it's hard to make the connect past that because it's not like I'm hawk-eyed watching the DM section of the Anma Twitter. Um, But we'll try to get people in contact or whatever. If it's something we can do, I would love to do that. Even if it's a reskin, like the way we did with Kings Coast with AH, with Achievement Hunter. I think that was so cool. Um, Would love to do something like that. Well, that wasn't even a reskin. Wayne came down. The dude from Kings Coast came down, and we we made we blended the coffee oh, is there. That right? Yeah, we did an episode in, in Achima Hunter of like it was like me and Trevor and I think Alfredo, and he like taught us how you roast coffee, and then we put we awesome. we designed it, and then what happened is after that partnership ended, they just rebranded it to a different brand. So they reskinned. The, they reskinned the our yeah. yeah, but it was also that's their. It was also like we were idiots, and he was the genius. There yeah. was you know what I mean. Yeah. So like absolutely Usually how it goes with those guys. Yeah. Yeah, all it takes is one dum dum. <laughs> I really like that dude Wayne. He was really nice. Uh, yeah, so, we'll see if we can do a coffee thing. Here's the thing: like, I think we're all gonna have really ta- really different tastes in coffee in, in what we're gonna do. So trying to find something that we're gonna do is gonna be I don't know. Well, Jeff gives everything a ten. So uh, <laughs> no matter what, as long as it's cold and you can drink it through a straw. I don't. I don't. I think I've given maybe three tens the whole that, time. Jeff, that's so. I would love many. to see. Uh, an average score that each of us has given over the course of my all average score is like eight. I think our average scores are probably around seven, seven and a half. I think yours probably tends towards nine. 
Uh, I would give this a 10. You're <laughs> this is the first iced coffee I've had in two weeks. That's it's not, fucking awesome. That doesn't have, that's not indicative of it the quality easily, of It is easily. I've been going to Wright Brothers since before they were here, <laughs> oh since they were God. progress. I've been supporting that place for 15 fucking years. That is a 10. Is it the same coffee? Uh, I have no idea. Well, <laughs> all I know is, Listen, you know why I don't the, know? The because sign may have changed. Drink. The people no, no, no. may have changed. The coffee may have changed, but it's still a 10. <laughs> I never had iced coffee until Lewis... Uh, Trick me into drinking oh, it. Oh so I would have been drinking hot coffee back then. So oh it's hard to God. compare. I loved progress this, and I love This is a good cup of coffee oh, in I, his defense. It's definitely where I come to. So this is where me and uh Gavin, different Gavin, Cantrell, who used to work at RT, who does a lot of like lighting stuff in New York and everything. I think he's working on that Fallout show. Oh, um, that's cool. And uh we would come here and get like in like the middle of the day and get like cortados and stuff, and then just sort of talk shop for an hour or so. And that was always like our landing point was brew and brew. It was always just nice to kind of get there and and I, I just really like this place a lot. I guess we can talk about the the coffee and kind of like rate the spot or whatever. But like I really like brew and brew. Yeah. I think their breakfast is good, mm. but I don't like a bagel sandwich. Really, I, I do. I think I think a bagel doesn't lend itself to be a good bread for a sandwich because it's too chewy. Interesting. I like I like. A good chew in the sandwich bread. I think Nervous Charlie. I've never had them here, but I think mm. Nervous Charlie's has excellent. Oh, I think bagel sandwiches like the best bagels in yeah. Austin. It's um, awesome. So that's that's the of the three really- places in Austin that make bagels. Nervous Charlie's is at the top. What's the place over? Is that Rockstar over like a twelfth oh, yeah, yeah. inch of cone, maybe yeah, yeah. or seventh inch cone? There's a sign outside that said like. What, don't knock on the window. We're bringing your order. Don't yeah. worry. It's like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I used to always run into Evan back there. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a yeah. big uh, Rockstar fan. It's a. Uh, they do good bagels. I really like Nervous Charlie's. I like their, I like their sandwiches too. It's they got a pastrami. Oh, it's really good. It's just I pastrami. Yeah, I know. I I've pastrami. Heard. The the bagel the bagel when I get a bagel sandwich, no matter where it is, is always like a I'm gonna have to bite hard and rip a little, and then I'm chomping. It's like an animal. I'm very <laughs> much. I become a dog and I'm eating a bagel. Uh, but I do think Brew and Brew has uh, very good breakfast sandwich stuff. Like, if you can come down and make it work, it's really good. It's a good vibe, too. Yeah, it's place. a cool place. Uh, the line gets really long. It moves pretty quick. Yeah, well, I was shocked when we walked in. We had to like, get in line, but it wasn't. It was, it was fast. Last, last I only, time I came, the line was out the door. Mm, it was like, no fuck, thank you. man. I only stopped going because it became hard to park. Once oh, they put yeah. in pay parking, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then once these buildings went up and the dirt, yep. and the dirt parking lot was gone, it just yep. I don't want to go anywhere that I have to put effort into stopping. No, I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah. I feel like we lucked out. Like, we were pulling up, yeah. and there was this, like, street parking, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to park here. Did that yesterday, that Pecan Street Festival. We were talking about oh, this on yeah. the way. Uh, I went to a wrestling show at Empire and uh, did not know it was commencement or graduation weekend at UT. Also did not know the Pecan Street Festival was going on, and... Rolled into eighth and luckily had a car pull out. And I went, Oh, just dip right in. Going to casino, turned the corner and went, Me and my buddy, we just went, What the fuck? <laughs> what happened? There are a billion people on Sixth Street yeah. with like vendor mm-hmm. tents and everything. I've never seen the Pecan Street Festival. All selling nothing. Yeah. Just, just crap. Just crap. That's, <laughs> I always get excited yep. and then I go and I'm like, all oh, right, I don't like this. This is the, I don't want to buy any of this like no. cowboy ephemera. They do it like twice a year. But uh, I guess 6th Street used to be called Pecan Street, which is why they call it the old Pecan oh, Street Festival. Yeah. 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 And why the old Pecan Street Cafe is there. Uh, another bit of trivia, I don't know if we ever talked about this, bit of trivia about the streets here is, you know, Red River is right here by 35. Uh, that's like the northern, that's like the border between Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. All of the streets from that, uh, in that direction, heading west, are all the rivers in Texas from north to south. That's why what? it ultimately ends in Rio Grande down at the other end. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. What so the fuck? it's like all of the rivers. So it's like um, like Red River. That's why Colorado's on the way. Brazos, uh, Trinity, and then all, and then it ends. It terminates in Rio Grande way down. Uh, that's very clever. That's very. That's cool. Name it alphabetically. Like, yeah. Why are you doing? <laughs> you, you have to know Texas that geography is, to be yeah, like. Where I'm am not I? From here. That's insane. That's that's crazy. In San Diego, we have a bunch of the A Street and First and all this stuff. When you get out towards kind of Balboa Park and everything, it's all alphabetical, but it's all trees. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's really that's cl- it's elm, fern, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is very easy to navigate. Mm. The fucking rivers north to south, but and then they're laid out east to west. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That, that's 
That's really cool and fucking crazy. It's stupid. That's so funny. Cool and dumb. Yep. Uh, Gus, what do you uh, what do you think about the coffee? It's like a nine, man. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really like this. I definitely give it a nine. Also, I think it's really it's that's a great. great they get a, they get a ten on attitude too. Yeah. <laughs> Just like look at that. Attitude. It's a fucking cute little logo. Yep. The whole like didn't this used to be progress? Yeah, thing. On this that's one, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, clever. It's cool. It's a good spot. A lot of dogs. We saw a chill dog. Pet a chill dog. Pet a ready dog. We saw a ready dog. Uh, they also have beer if you want to just stop in Legalized for like a drink. Big doinks. Yeah, and uh, they got it's a cool little spot. It's a good uh, it's a good place just east of the freeway. If you're gonna start your drinking up to six, start on East Fifth, yeah. walk up a block, and then keep going. I would rank it very high on the list of places we've been. Oh, I I definitely yeah so. like yeah, top yeah. top four or five. This is a place that I come to in my free time, so I definitely <laughs> put it way up there. It's like if I, you're asking me like Barrett's Coffee, it's like well that's a ten for me, and we're not even there yet. Yeah, uh, I just love that place. Um, we're at what forty five minutes, something like that. I do want to get to some uh, anarchy me anything questions. You guys can send your anarchy me anything questions at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. Very easy to send them on Twitter. A lot harder on Instagram because I'm I don't know where like what do you like write a comment like in a that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. Uh, this is from uh, Daryl. Uh, Lakers versus Celtics in the finals. No, I don't think so. Mm. I think Nuggets versus Celtics. I think so, or too. Or Golden State, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to stop the Celtics. Fucking bullshit game last night, though. Lakers and Golden State, what, they're, uh, they, they're it's two to one four now? Yeah, okay, yeah game four tonight. <clears throat> uh, this is from Matt. This is an interesting question. Is there anything in particular you wish... Uh, Hold him? This is from Matt Hollum. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> is there anything in particular uh, that you wanted to make that didn't come together for your fashion line? For when you're doing... Jeff... Oh, I thought you were going to ask for shows. Yeah, no, fashion? So nah. A little head fake. Nah. Like I don't think so. Yeah. Euro stepped it. Any, yeah. like... <laughs> that, I mean, the fashion line's still going. It's definitely, like, on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of make stuff when we have ideas. I got really exhausted from trying to come up with new ideas a couple times a year and mm-hmm. like yeah. trying to reinvent the wheel with just apparel. That's why face has been such a breath of fresh air because we can come up with actual weird shit yeah. that's creative and different to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say no. Not really. Okay. I had to do an ad read for RTX uh, for ta- that was going to be inserted in uh, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Uh-huh. And one of the things, uh, one of the highlights, one of the points I had to mention was the Face Museum. Yeah. But Tales from the Stinky Dragon is a family-friendly show. Oh, So okay. I got to that point in the ad read and I was like, and it's like, and the face museum. And then in the raw audio, I'm like, huh, I can't say f- face because it's a family friendly podcast. Uh, uh, the Bleep Face Museum, NRTX. <laughs> there you know? go. Smart. Oh, oh, I have one. Oh, okay. okay. There was a, col- I was doing a lot of collabs back mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Uh, there was uh, one thing that they were working on a collab when we were, when we were very collab heavy. Uh, I, I was close to getting to do uh, a collab with Daryl Jennifer. Who uh-huh. was in Bad Brains? He's an artist uh, as well. You're wearing a Bad Brains hat yeah, right now, Eric. He was gonna. That's what reminded me. He was gonna cool. design some merch for me wow, that I was really? gonna, and it just fell through. Uh, but getting to work with like Daryl Jenner from Jennifer from Bad Brains, like I've been a fan of Bad Brains since yeah. I was fourteen. Yeah. So that would have been cool. God, that would have been insane. That would have been really cool. Yeah. That's when I it. when I picture when I close my eyes and picture Jeff, I picture you in that Bad Brains shirt that you wore for. Ever, yeah, Which back in the it? late it, 90s, early 2000s, it was like the rock for light, the the, uh, the lightning bolt, yeah, hitting the capital, yeah, 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 yeah. That, <sighs> like that is stereotypical Jeff in my mind, yeah, for me too. That was like my out, that was my uniform yeah. back in the day, yeah. Fuck. Um, the question from Austin, the city? the city, no, if you could live anywhere in Austin, money's no object, zoning doesn't matter, even inside of buildings or parks, anything does not matter if it's residential, anywhere in Austin, where would it be in line? Thinking. Mm-hmm. There's so many places I'd like to live in Austin. Really? Yeah. Where? Every neighborhood in Austin's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like on the lake. Oh, oh that's a good that's call. A, that's a really like good one call. of those really nice houses on the, on, yeah. on Lake Austin where yeah. I jet ski. Yeah, I'd like my backyard to be the lake. That's never gonna happen. That w- no, that would be really cool. Those there's those houses that have like. Uh, boat garages, mm-hmm. uh, or like the they ride on the water and the boat yeah. comes in and parks there. Um, I would pick the governor's mansion. Oh, oh that's a good pick. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good pick. Is it finally fixed? Yeah, it is. It took. Did you ever hear about time. that? No. Some dude Molotov cocktail the governor's oh, yeah, mansion. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they never found out who it was. Ago. They never caught him. I don't think. <laughs> Fucked it up though. Yeah, man. It was. Uh, <laughs> they were working on it for years. 
This is like a big thing. Like, one, how did someone do it? And two, how did it go unnoticed for so long? Yeah, right? Yeah. The fuck? Um, this is from Pewter. What's the craziest creature you've ever been attacked by? Zebra. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, there's a place in, <laughs> in Topsy, Texas called the Topsy Animal Farm. I don't know if it's still there. Okay. And it's one of those things where you drive around like a safari and uh -huh. you can feed like, I don't know, goats and ostriches and zebras and shit. Okay. And I had a bag of like their dumb animal food in my lap and I rolled down my window. This is when I was in the army like a million years ago. And as and I was like handing a zebra, which are zebras are much bigger than horses. They're big. They're huge. You don't realize how big they are uh, until you're faced with one. And I was just like handing it to it. And then I went and I grabbed some more and he saw where the food came from and he just shoved his oh head into the window and down and he was just chomping at the bag in my dick. And I had to punch that zebra as hard as I could <laughs> in the fucking, like, right between the eyes to get him off. And I had to hit him, like, three times before he backed off and then I just fucking floored it. He was going to eat my dick off. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. I mean, you punched a zebra? Hard as I could. <laughs> You full force punched his full, zebra? Full force. <laughs> Three times. I couldn't push him off. I was trying to like, he's way stronger than me. And he was just like, rah, 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 like in like in my genitals. And so I had, I'd have no choice. I probably only, <laughs> Millie exists today because I punched <laughs> because that zebra. you punched a zebra. Otherwise, you know, he'd have ripped me right open. Oh my God. <laughs> How about you guys? I hope she appreciates uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and she, she shares your hate When she zebra. sees a zebra, she's going, ooh. <laughs> This horse. For me, it's a lot more mundane, but it might be something a lot more localized to Texas. Maybe people who live in this area can appreciate it. It would be a mockingbird. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which are small, and you would think they would leave you alone, but they are aggressive. They'll dive bomb you. Yeah, and like they will dive bomb you and like try to peck at you and fly away for no reason. You could just be walking down the sidewalk, and maybe it's got a nest in a tree nearby, and it sees you, and it's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to start flying at you and just trying to attack you. And it's like, I didn't, you're not doing anything. Like, I'm just, I'm just walking down the road and you're a stupid <laughs> little bird. <laughs> but it's, fu it's, it's, fu it's funny bird. when you see people freak out, like a mockingbird will be dive bombing them yeah. and they'll like start screaming and running around. Yeah. Like, it's a bird. Yeah. What, what are you afraid of? You just kind of swipe at it in the air and yeah. it'll go. Ah, ah, it's like a big insect. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to do anything to you. Tell that to Tippy Hedron. No, oh, <laughs> those, well, those, those were uh, corvids, weren't they? Like crows and ravens, and everything. it was millions of them, millions. and not just one. One, yeah. <laughs> one, one chirpy boy. <laughs> I, a... I got attacked by a grackle on uh, eight. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was I was just walking down, so I parked, walking down. They turned the corner. I was going to El, uh, Casino El Camino, and uh, when I was walking down, it was I saw it dive bombing a guy from like tree to tree, and uh, I'm like, oh, that's funny. It must be like a nest over there. And I just fucking walked the same yeah, way he yeah. did. And it started attacking me. And I just went, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to fault the bird yeah, on really, this one. Yeah, really, yeah. really, that's on me. Um, Who's the bird brain? Yeah. <laughs> he, he wanted to get your sugar packets. Yeah, <laughs> You should have punched the uh, bird as hard as you could. Zebra style. Yeah, he just swat at him. Like, yeah, mm. eh, whatever. Get out of here, bird. He's not going to bite your dick off. Yeah. Um, well, I think that does it for Anma today. Come uh, to RTX, get attacked by a mockingbird. I was, See a grackle. I was just about to say, RTX, we're going to do a live show. Uh, that'll be our first uh, live show in about a year. Uh, Since last RTX. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking a lot about just Austin in general. I had to be in a meeting, and they're like, what are you guys going to talk about? And I went, I think probably the area and old RTXs <laughs> and sort of everything yeah. that kind of comes with it. And they went, oh, okay. And it's like, well, that's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> whatever the fuck we want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> none yeah, of your yeah. business. Yeah, no, none of your business. Hey, what do you think they're going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? Sick the mockingbirds <laughs> on you. We'll fucking, how about this? I'll, we'll know four minutes before we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're not even going to know four minutes before we do it. I think we're going to show wow, up. Wow, we're planning? <laughs> um, but come on out. We're going to have... Uh, the Face Museum. Yeah. The Face Jam Rat and Grackle. I don't know if I can announce this yet, but we're having free beer poured all weekend at uh, Rat and Grackle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. If I you're a beer I don't drinker. think I'm supposed to announce that yet, but... If you drink enough, you can subsidize your trip. Yeah. No, no, wait. Shut up, shut up, shut up. You guys doing anything for Stinky Dragon? Uh, we are. We have a, a collaboration. I don't think we've officially announced yet, uh, but we are. Um, I think we're going to announce that soon. Hopefully, by the time Ooh, this podcast comes out, that's cool. But yeah, we are working on some some uh, some cool stuff the, to do in person. The museum, the face museum, is going to be awesome. I'm pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are going to be people who leave comments on this, and they're like, "Well, they're saying face and not bleeping it out." 
do something else. <laughs> get get one more hobby. Uh, if, I'm so I'm so mad about that joke. Yep. I, that's the whole point of face, though, right? Yep. Is it comes around with it only fucks with us. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Joke's on me. Uh, Always. You can follow us at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. See pictures from uh, this and every other past episode that are canon, non-canon episodes. Uh, we don't typically do pictures for. I'm going to take that scooter back to the car. You going to scoot? I'm going to scoot. Oh, boot scooting. Um, if you find yourself in Austin, go to Wright Brothers Brew and Brew. Yeah. Walk around it's East, walkable East from the Austin. It's a fucking, it's a cool part of town. And apparently there's something new every day to look yeah, at. Yeah, no shit. All this will be bulldozed and rebuilt in the next two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, Coliseum style. Yeah. <laughs> any final words? Anything to leave the people with? Uh, there's a lot of cool dogs out here. Yeah, That's a lot of dogs. Yeah. All right, that one's Come dog watch. Yeah. Austin's a dog town. Yep. It really is. RTXAustin.com. Uh, we'll see you guys there. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.